session this is the draft seminar rookie profile series hosted by matt hicks the ff educator and i am joined as always by john lob the gridiron scholar john this is the chris alave fantasy football rookie profile it is one i have certainly been waiting for I'm excited to dig into it, but first I want to make sure folks know they can check out the Rookie Big Board Series simulcast on the YouTube channel if you want to watch the video version or on the Rookie Big Board podcast channel and of course the NFL Draft Bible podcast network as well. You can get my full rookie rankings at patreon.com slash the FF educator and you can find more of John's work at footballdiehards.com. John, I caused some stir among some folks this week when I claimed that Chris Olave had jumped back up into my wide receiver one slot and ever fluid tier at the top. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to get into this Ohio State wide receiver. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Well, I'm not ready to place him at the top of the wide receivers rankings, Matt. I have come to appreciate him more, and I know you've been a big fan of of Alave, and you just told all our viewers, and watching the film of him and putting him into context is very important. Ohio State was just loaded. Garrett Wilson, Jackson and Jigbu, Smith, Smith and Jigbu, and Chris Olave. So he took a real big chance last year. He decided to return for one final season on campus. And if you remember, Olave was at the top of a lot of people's wide receivers board last year. And there was a bunch of projections that had him as a first-round pick. So he took the chance and he came back. Unfortunately for him, he is no longer – the the unanimous number one across the country. But what I will say, it's not because of what he did. It's more of the other players had good seasons that propelled him a little bit above him, depending on where you're looking at the rankings. I really look back. It's not because of like a lack of talent from Olave, just the depth chart at Ohio State, and how well other players have played in 2021. So last year, how good was he? Matt, he still had 65 receptions for 936 yards and 13 touchdowns. Most people think Olave, if you listen to him, they think he had like 35 receptions for 400 yards. He earned first team all Big Ten. He was a preseason first-team All-American by Walter Camp Football Foundation. I mean, if we were recording this last year, there's a very good chance he was the number one wide receiver off the board. In 2020, let's go back. How good was he that year? Remember, the Big Ten had a shortened season. He had 50 receptions for 729 yards and seven touchdowns. He was first-team All-Big Ten, and he led the Buckeyes in receiving in nearly every category. Our dogs just came into the house, everyone. Sorry about that, my friends. Then, 
as a true sophomore in 2019. He paced the team in yards with 849. He had yards per catch, amazing, 17.3, and he had 12 touchdowns. So we have a young man with double-digit touchdowns in two of his three seasons on campus. He concluded his career at Ohio State, third in receptions, fifth in yards, and first in touchdowns with 35. So I went back, high school, four-star prospect from San Diego, and he's a three-sport athlete, basketball, track and field, and football. Matt, I get what you see in him now. I have a first-round grade. What's your film study say? Yeah, John, a really, really well-rounded wideout. It has to start by talking about his hands, though. He has really consistent hands. You could go back, John, watch 2021 tape, 2020 tape, 2019 tape. You are not finding examples of drops and certainly not uh, a consistent issue by any means. He reacts really well to the ball. He has excellent ball tracking. He reacts well to off-target passes. And for his size, he displays a good catch radius and long arms. And again, the mentality to be able to find the ball wherever it is. He's fast, John. He speeds up quickly, moving off the line of scrimmage. What I like about Chris Olave is that he is just as fast and fluid moving east to west. And he maintains a tremendous amount of body control. His movements are so sharp and fluid for how fast he is moving, it almost looks like he's moving slow, but you just see him consistently creating space against defenders. So it was really great to see him run that fantastic 40 time because it really matched up with the play speed that I felt that I was able to see on tape. If you want to continue talking about his athleticism, John, he really has fantastic vertical ability. He's comfortable moving along the sidelines. He's comfortable navigating over the middle of the field. And John, on top of that, He's a really fantastic route runner. Now, I talked about it a lot. Route running is not one of the categories that I care the most about. However, there are certain parts of route running that I do care about. And one of those key parts is the first step, the release off the line of scrimmage. And Chris Olave consistently wins and consistently creates separation off the line of scrimmage with his first step, including off of press coverage when he saw it. And he did see it at times playing in the Big Ten. He was able to consistently beat defenders. So Olave, John, for me, is a really well-rounded wideout prospect. In this year's wide receiver class, in a tight tier, if he is able to capture the draft capital I think he is going to get, which we'll get to here towards the end of this profile, then for me, he will end up being the wide receiver one in the class. But before we do that, I want to dig more into the numbers because like you said, John, I think folks are, uh, kind of missed just how productive he has been. Yeah, Matt, when I looked at the combine 40 and he's six foot one, six feet, 187, and then I really looked at these career numbers. And viewers, my friends, this Ohio State locker room is loaded. Remember, they also had Jamison Williams on that team, the Alabama wide receiver. So the amount of talent at Ohio State at the wide receiver position is incredible. And look at the numbers, Matt. 175 career receptions, 2,702 career yards. But this is the stat I love, Matt. 15.4 yards per catch he is a home run hitter he gets he beats defenders deep over the top and he gains some yak yards he is just stupendous with the ball in his hands 30 
five career touchdowns. And what I wanted to do, I wanted to go back to 2020 when he was the alpha male. He wasn't this year. That Now, he still probably was, but the matchups dictated that Ohio State went to other players with the ball. When you're loaded with three stars, well, I'm not going to go against the guy with the worst matchup, right? I'm going to throw the ball to other great players. 2020, 63% catch rate, and his team aerial dominator was 34% with Garrett Wilson on the team. He pops in my model, Matt. I have a first-round grade also now on him. What does the fantasy football universe need to know? Yeah, John, so my NFL draft projection on him, I bucket my first-rounders into three different categories, top 10, 10 through 20, and then uh, late day one is bunched in with uh, early day two, so picks 20 through 50. And Chris Alave is solidly now in the 10 to 20 range. And that was his ultimate bump up. You know, before, because the wide receiver class was so competitive, you know, I had him in that 20 to 50 range. I felt after the combine, he confirmed enough of what I was seeing on tape that I was able to push him up into being a top 20 selection. And if that does hold, John, I do expect that he'll at the lowest be my wide receiver two and likely still my wide receiver one. I put him in league winner tier here. Uh, so I expect him to you know, immediately uh, place into the wide receiver 12 to 24 category. So quickly a contributor on your fantasy football roster. Of course, landing spot. We're going to have to see how that works. But Alavi is going to be somebody to uh, especially watch here if he is on an offense where there's somebody taking the top off of a defense or pulling the top corner on that offense. Because if you allow Chris Alave to just eat up the underneath of the field, then he is going to do that. And he can be a really high volume wide receiver. In terms of fantasy football value, I keep comparing him to what we saw from Jalen Waddle last year. I think folks are sleeping on his skill set in a very similar way. They were sleeping on Jalen Waddle's skill set, and we were able to project Jalen Waddle into a high-volume role. So let's hope for a similar situation with Chris Alave. His current rookie ADP projection, I'm putting him at mid-round one. I think that's actually higher than what you're going to see in most mock drafts right now. I think in most mock drafts right now, Chris Alave is still being valued 108, 109, you know, 110, lower or later first round rookie ADP. But I do expect that to rise up because I think some folks will be surprised at how high he goes in the NFL draft. And John, my exposure is going to be high on Chris Olave. I mentioned uh, the name Jalen Waddle earlier, Justin Jefferson the year before. Uh, there's always these wide receivers that I can get at a value. And when I do, John, I am relentless in getting high exposure to him because it consistently pays off for me. So I'm excited for Chris Olave to be the next guy in these series of big wide receivers that are now at the foundation of my dynasty rosters. John, I hope all of the listeners have made this series a foundation of their rookie research. You're going to want to make sure you're subscribed, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast provider. We have many more rookie profiles to go. And as always, we appreciate.